Welcome to the best of For What It's Worth, where we play visit some of your fan favorites while the cast prepares for Season 3. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For What It's Worth Season 3 starts on June 2nd. Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. This is Rue. This is Tugs. And this has been For What It's Worth. (laughs) And there's your episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Our show will be the rest of this show. (laughs) So today's episode is WTF. There's women in the the fandom? Well, for you, it's woman Woman? in the fandom. (laughs) This is season two, episode 11. So we are going to be joined by three women. Really? Yeah. I can't believe we convinced three women to join us in the recording studios. I know. It's um, sad. So we have Mystic. Hello. Gina. Hey. And Happy. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We're giggling because so, of our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a pretty amazing episode. We're going to be talking about women. I know. And <laughs> and just so... And boobies? Is that what you guys are saying? <laughs> and boobs. Oh. I can't tell you how many guys I had asked to be in the studio audience today, and I had to turn them all down. Yeah, they were like, women? Straight women? Whoa. I was like, oh, no. bi women. But yeah. Bi, yeah, bi. Women who actually would get into bed with a man. Fair <laughs> okay, then. Fair enough. <laughs> bi women just sounds wrong to me, because it's like, oh, bi women? You oh, can buy them much. a Bimart. How much are they? <laughs> we were starting to think about like actually selling tickets. You know, we prefer the term women. 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 <laughs> What's women? Women pledge. <laughs> a, a little like that. Uh, you know, it's it's when you're you're by and you're a woman, and possibly also lemon pledge. <laughs> <laughs> women. You heard it first on for what it's worth. So before we start the show, it's time for the opening part that we always. Sit around and BS for five minutes before we do the real part. And that's the weekly recap. So, Tugs, what are you, what's been up with you this this past week? Unlike the last two episodes where I go, I have a boring life. I have been doing stuff this week. Yay! I've been playing the hell out of the New Kingdom Hearts. I am not done with it. I'm enjoying that a great deal. I am teaching myself SQL for work, which is a pain in the ass. And I work and sleep. You also have something special coming up this next week. No, I don't. We're not putting that on the air. (laughs) Well, then you can edit it out because it is your birthday sometime this next week, right? I wasn't born. I just started to exist. Okay. (laughs) He hatched from an egg. (laughs) So for us not tech-savvy people, what is SQL? It's a database language. Simple query language. So I was at Rocky Mount FurCon. How was that? Rocky Mount FurCon was amazing. I met a lot of great people, and um, I actually have interviewed just a couple of people, and you'll be hearing them a little bit later in the show. But um, Because we're dicks, and we're going to make you listen through the whole show to get what you want, which is really the shout-outs. (laughs) 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 We're not even going to pretend, guys. That's really how it is. But we also, we gave a lot of, um, for what it's worth, lanyards out as prizes that were... Really? Yeah, the people that were there. I still don't have one. You don't have one? No. Well, I'm sorry. You have to do something special. I have one. I run the show with you. (laughs) See me after. Get you one. Okay. So, how about you guys? Did you go to Rocky Mountain Fur Con? We did. Yes. 
All three of you went? Yes. No, sadly, I had to work. Oh, oh. stick had to work. So, Gina, tell us a little bit about your experience at Rocky Mountain Fur Con. All right. Uh, let's think here. I'm trying to remember. A lot of it's a blur, <laughs> if you know what I mean. How much of it uh, were you inebriated for? Oh, God, I'd say at least 65% of the con, probably. Or I was in suit, so I was like suit drunk, which is just where you're in suit for so long, and you're dehydrated, and you can't really see that well from the head that you're just, you know, out of it. No, it was fun. I got to uh, meet a lot of new people this year and saw some old faces. And I mean, it was, it was we, an experience. Did some karaoke. Yeah, yeah, some karaoke. Hey, yeah. Is there a video yeah, of this somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. It should be up on YouTube, actually. UFF. Okay, we're going to find that and put it in the show notes. Oh, oh great. <laughs> All right, so, Happy, tell us about your experience. Uh, let's see. It was my first big con. Some people said it was a medium con, but it was big enough for me. I just, I wasn't even in my room for about two seconds. I was everywhere. I didn't go to a lot of panels. I was in the dealer's den. I was able to find someone to help me make my fursuit, which I'm getting soon. And I'm so glad I met her, uh, Sarah D. And um, I met a lot of furs there. And some of them like ravers, like spinners. It was so much fun. I danced and was all over the place. We went to the club the first night together, yes. didn't we? Yes. That, that was, was fun. fun. <laughs> I, it, it behooves me to ask. So I go to cons, and everyone local gives me a hard time because I don't hang out with people here because I want to see my friends who aren't here. Behooves? Get a dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes it's me It's a brony reference. Just no, that. it's not. <laughs> so anyway, so do, do you always hang out with local people at cons? Or do you try and like find people who aren't local? Well, for me, um, Rocky Mountain Furcon for me is to hang out with my friends. So that's, that's why I go there. Um, but if I go to FC, that's for me to get to know other people. So it just depends. Um, Rocky Mountain Furcon is completely different for me than FC. Okay. So that's why I go to FC. I mean, Rocky Mountain Furcon is so that I can spend time with my friends um, all together in one place. We could also just have a party. We could, but I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> Cons are fun. And you also get to know new people as well. So, But for me, there was a lot of, um, let's see, at the convention, there was a lot of boobies and hippocampuses. What? <laughs> what? What the hell? Boobies and hippocampuses. <laughs> yep. Hippocampus. <laughs> no. Is this is some kind of con in joke, isn't it? No, that, that's just what I was doing in suit. Like, somebody gave me a really hard word, and that was hippocampus, and I was able to squeak it out, so. And the boobies? Yeah, well, bee-boo. He, he always has the boobies. Boo, boobies. <laughs> boobies. Nod and smile. Whatever. <laughs> Did anyone go to the meet this week? Yes. How was it? It was really fun. Like, um... After RMFC, I'm like, oh, I want to see all my friends who didn't get to go. And a lot of people were there, especially midnight. And I'm like, yay. It was super hot. It was super hot. And there was anime there, which yeah. was weird. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't run into any of the Star Wars people. We just Star Trek. Star You're Star going to get killed. Oh, Star <laughs> Trek. Sorry. <laughs> Aren't they the same thing? Wow. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Rue at, at forwhatitsworth.com. <laughs> Subject hate mail. Send now. 
I'm just kidding. I know the difference. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was a lot of anime people. We only had like four suitors because it was it was really hot. So I couldn't make it. I had to work. But we had a little picnic and uh, we just socialized and we got kicked around the park because they were setting up fireworks. Do you have your cookie? I do. I do. I have my special cookie right here. Hold on. No, he doesn't. He has to go get it off the table and go back to his seat and get the microphone. (laughs) Okay, so today for the cookie moment, which I should have like some magical like song. Before you read that, I have to ask. So there's a box of real fortune cookies on this table back here. Are those yours? Yeah. Why are they here and why have they been in my house for two weeks? You You mean like two months? I don't care. I just noticed that we have fortune cookies. They're your. Why are they still here? I'm eating them. We're eating them. We'll use them for a later episode. I need to pick me up every now and then. Pot <laughs> 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 fortune cookies. So here is the love fortune cookie of the day. <gasps> to be successful in love, you must first earn it in bed with a cookie. <laughs> I think that's the first fortune that I'm just not WTFing about. So once again, it's to be successful in love, you must first earn it in bed with a cookie. I think I like the weird fortunes more. You do? I think so. You know, I've actually found misfortune cookies. I'm going to have to buy them. Is it like Miss Universe, like misfortune cookies? Like, you know, they're or like mis- give you misfortune, like um, bad luck. This coffee's not working. <laughs> well, I think it's time to move on to our interview. So we will... Be right back. The best thing about being open is the prerogative to have a little fun. All right. Well, it's time to find out what women do in the fandom. Do they exist? How many are there? Are there more than three that are sitting on my sofa? Before we get to those questions, we want to introduce you to our guests. So. We'll start with... Who want to pick on? Happy. Let's start with Happy. So, Happy, tell us something about yourself. What, what species are you? What do you do in your free time? And what's the most recent convention you went to besides RMFC? So, my species is... Um, I've been changing it a lot, but I think for right now it's an orange tabby slash ocelot. What's an ocelot? I just saw an ocelot at the zoo and I can't yeah, remember what it was. I, I saw... Um, um, it even, like, came to my dreams it was so weird like uh, it's like a small cat it almost looks like a house cat but it's wild it's kind of bigger than a house cat oh yeah very yeah. slick and slender in a way yeah the one at the zoo was kind of smelly though <laughs> <laughs> and his name was Revolver. don't worry i bathe oh. i bathe <laughs> what what do you do in your free time thank goodness. free time um well besides you know you know visiting other furries or something it's more of a working as a graduate massage therapist um i also have i love massage i know right it's so amazing (laughs) and i'm doing i'm gonna try and get my license and usually it's just wanting to go out more i'm not really on my computer a lot like i used to be but when i am i'm just like steam games and you know websites youtube things like that and your most recent con? Recent con was RMFC. Before that? Before that, uh, um, um, for um, Idaho. F- yeah, for Idaho. Unless, you- well, there's one. There was one here that they did. 
Anthrocon? The, the, the un- That's not just, actually, we've had a few comments from listeners. It's not considered a convention, even though it has the word con in yeah, it. True, it's a true. party. Yeah, it was, it was more like a one-day thing. Yeah. So, but um, the for Idaho one, yeah. Do you, do you want to share your age or is that secret? It's 21. Are you really? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people come up to me and say, you're 12. I'm like, seriously? Like me, happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had 16 and then 18. And then I, I think I overheard someone over here say 19. I did. I did. So. All right. Well, let's go on to the next victim. We have the ever famous Gina, who is no longer single. Right? I know. It's, it's how amazing. Long you, how long have you been together now? Uh, since February, so six months. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. All right. So tell everyone your species. I am a hyena spinosaurus hybrid, a spotted hyenasaurus. That's awesome. <laughs> and in your free time, you? Uh, I like long walks on the beach, romantic candles. This isn't a singles ad. This isn't a dating service. Um, <laughs> Tall, dark, and handsome. I'm single, no. Uh, no, I, you know, I uh, like to draw, I play a lot of WoW, you know, Xbox. Uh, You're never you know, on Xbox. Out. Don't even. Oh, so I am on Netflix. <laughs> um, so you're no. a gamer girl uh, To a degree I gueah. guess you could say that And besides RMFC, your most recent convention uh, Would have been Potato Con I.E. for Idaho <laughs> <laughs> I still call it Potato Con I love it <laughs> Alright, so we're going to go over to Mystic Hi guys So <laughs> <laughs> So this is Mystic Tell us a little bit about your um, species And your favorite thing to do in your free time And your most recent convention Okay, first off, what is free time? <laughs> it, it, are you seriously right? Like, right there are not enough hours in the day I know, like, really, serious Do you, do you have little ones? Fuzzy people, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I have two little chihuahuas and two cats Wow. They're my little fuzzy people. She also has all the furry fandom group because, you know, we look yeah. up to you as our mom. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a white tiger. So tell us your age, if you want to. I'm 28, 29. I'll be 29 this year. And That's Gina, really young, though, really. Yeah. And Gina, what, what was your age? 25. 25. Mystic, have you been to any cons? My first and only one was Potato Con, and I was so stoked to go. Did you enjoy I, it? I loved it. it. It was a fun con. It was a blast. Are you planning on going to Potato Con next year? Oh, heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have prepared a series of torturous questions for you in which we're going to explore the psyche of women. So if you're oh, a guy, man. this is a good guide. <laughs> Listen to this episode, turn up the speaker, you know, shut everything else off, because we're going to give you some good real life information that's going to help you. But they're not dating tips. No, they're not. So what's the first question you wrote? Well, let's see. What does it mean to be a woman to you? So first, we're going to start with Gina. I'm the worst person to start with. I'm not (laughs) even a woman. I'm a dinosaur (laughs) (laughs) you you are Um, a bit of a tomboy though aren't you oh yeah i've always been you know i never really hung out with girls growing up so um being a woman what's what is being a woman i mean we're all just people right you know that's that's what i thought when you wrote that question in Uh, the show notes (laughs) oh i don't know i mean 
if we're talking about the fandom, I would say that we're kind of definitely the, you know, smaller representative portion of the fandom. Not as many women or not as many women who want to admit to being furries, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's, I would say over the years, gender lines seem to more have blurred, if anything, to me. Just, I don't know being out there and having life experiences and growing up, you know, I don't know. It's less, less defined, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. Happy. What does it mean <laughs> to be a woman to you? You listen to us. <laughs> 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 I didn't do it. No, okay. <laughs> um, a woman to me. Wow. It's kind of strange. Cause I just got into, it feels like I just got into womanhood being 21 and being able to, do adult things but to be a woman in a fandom it's kind of amazing because everyone looks up to you in a way i've had people come up to me and ask me questions and talk about what furry is and i'm like usually go to the guys or something why are you going to me now (laughs) it's like well you're an adult now and stuff and you're a woman i'm like okay (laughs) so it's kind of exciting i really like it so mystic (laughs) What does it mean to you to be a woman? I don't know. <laughs> Has, ha, do, you, do you feel like that definition may have changed over the years for you? Definitely. Definitely. How would you say it's changed? I was raised to be more the Betty Homemaker, and that definitely didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Betty Homemaker. Uh, Betty Crocker? Yes. Betty White? And, and, and so, but you don't do that now, right? No, I love to bake and stuff, but I'm more of an outdoorsy type. I'd much rather go mow the grass outside and do what was technically men's work than, you know, anything else. You know, this question kind of, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about this question, to be honest. Because I, well, I'm a guy, obviously, but I don't go through the world and segregate it by gender like a lot of people do. And I don't know if that's just me or if our society is evolving in such a way that gender roles are becoming less rigid than they used to be. I have to agree. So, uh, do you have any unique challenges that you still face as women, though? I mean, you always hear about it on the news. They're like, well, women get paid less and glass ceilings and whatever. You know, do you know what a glass ceiling is? No. Oh, well, a glass ceiling is um, like you can't go beyond a certain point just because of something you can't control. Like, uh, like you're gay. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Okay. I haven't really noticed any. You've already pretty much cited the most oft cited. <laughs> Um, issues that women face, which are, you know, we get paid 60 cents less to the dollar than men do, and, you know... Do you know if that's the case in your workplace? Um, Mine specifically, I basically work at an all... with all female co-workers, so in (laughs) in my... You know, I'm a vet tech, and we all... You know, it's just women there, so I'm not sure comparatively. (laughs) Happy? I'm not sure. I I really want to look into that, even for massage, because I have uh, men uh, also working there too. But it's um, it's not really a challenge for me. I guess I don't. Uh, I kind of see it as a challenge, but I'm just like I face it head on, and I go. I'm a massage therapist, and I show people, like even in my job or how I am, and like out there, just be happy and just do what you have to do 
Did you, did you ladies hear about the equal pay bill that failed in Congress recently? No. Yeah, so Congress tried to pass a bill, and it was to give women equal pay for equal work, just like, they, you know, men. I don't know why I'm struggling with that. But uh, anyways, I, was, I guess you haven't heard of it. I was going to ask and get your opinion on it. But do you want a bill like that to pass, or do you think it's unnecessary? I don't know. I'm kind of like, yes, no. Kind of? Or do you think it's just we're past the time to pass laws like that? I, so much I, silence. It would be kind of cool if they did. I mean, I, I don't know. And I'm a guy, so I can't really answer this question. But I don't know. I, I Never mind. I can't answer the question. If it changes something, <laughs> at least you can try. Yeah. I, I would like to think that, that, you know, that line has disappeared over the years. You know, it's not as as big as it used to be. And so bringing something like that into their could cause actually more issues than actually bonuses to it. That's my personal opinion. Because then it's like saying, it's bringing back the whole issue, and I, I think that we've already reached that point. But that's my opinion as a guy. I'm not a woman, so. But do you think Rue would make a good woman? <laughs> that is actually the next question on our show notes. I think he did. How did that Beautiful. question, how, how did that <laughs> question get in there? A Rue-to-full woman, actually. <laughs> yes. Or, or a wow. woman. You could be a beautiful woman. <laughs> Here, give me that hat and I'll join the club. Yay! <laughs> if, he, if he puts his hat on that no one else can see, he looks oh. really butch. Seriously, He's does he like... not look butch, Koru? He does. I'm taking a picture. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you look terrible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that would be like the picture for this podcast. So I am now a woman for this episode, and that can be a ringtone. <laughs> how about the next question? <laughs> so how did you get into the fandom? Like, there's, there's multiple different reasons why people get into the fandom. Happy, how did you get into this fandom? I got into this fandom when I moved here to Utah, and like six months later, my um, big brother, as I would call him, uh, Big Wolf, or aka brian and he told me yeah they have furry meats and i'm like me and matt my roommate was like what a furry meats how what wait they're like us and then um we just i went to the coffee connection i dressed up as hello kitty and i met everyone and i'm like this is amazing i was so (laughs) hyper at that day but yeah that's how i got into the fandom have you always had an interest in animals Yes, ever since I was five, I, well, I was told I was a a furry and a cat, and then I would act like one and love cats, but I was allergic to them, so I felt so bad, and coming here and living with my roommates, I got to be around cats. Why why did you end up choosing the name Happy? I chose the name Happy because I guess I'm just always happy, and like my personality was like from this tomboyish uh, to climbing trees and stuff, to all of a sudden getting a purse and being as happy I couldn't be like around people and sending out happiness to others. So, Mystic, how did you get into the fandom? From my little brother, actually. <laughs> I, I imagine that has to be weird. Like, just how did he? How did he tell you? Well, he came over and he goes, "You know how we've always liked animals." And I said, "Yeah." goes well what if i told you 
I'm a fox. <laughs> and I said, well, I know you're hot, but that's not right. <laughs> he goes, no, serious. And so we talked about it. He showed me a few YouTube videos and took me and my husband, Midnight, to a meet. And I've enjoyed it ever since. Never looked back. And now he's an admin. <laughs> yes. How long ago was this? A year. Wow. About a year and three months to be exact. Yep. So does your whole family know? Yes. How do they feel about it? The parents are a little odd. They're not quite sure. Um, our cousin Cass is right on board. We're going to corrupt her just as well. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all pretty supportive. So it's good. That is super cool. So Gina, how did you get into the Phantom? You look so angry. <laughs> um, well, uh, I guess my my active involvement in the fandom didn't start until, oh, maybe a year and a half, almost two years ago. Um, but, I mean, I've been, you know, had a, had a terrific interest in animals and, you know, all things biology since I was a pretty young child. Um, you know, when I was a kid, there weren't a lot of other kids growing up where I grew up in California. So uh, I spent a lot of time with my cats and dog and the neighborhood dogs that I would play with and just, you know, kind of a, an isolated kid for a while. Um, but over the years I discovered as soon as we got the internet back in grand old 1998, uh, that, you know, Oh, look, there's, there's a forum for people who are also interested in animals. And I found out about things like therianthropy, which is, you know, the concept that you, there's a part of you that identifies as an animal or is very strongly connected to a certain animal or animals. Are you a therian? Um, um, I consider myself one to a degree. Just um, asking for the future episode. Oh, not a worry. <laughs> um, I do consider myself one to a degree. I feel like my fursona is particularly the hyena portion of it is more... It, it, it was something I identified with even as a, a child and always drew them a lot and was fascinated by them, go to the zoo a lot, et cetera. Um, I mean, I, and then I get a tattoo of a hyena because I feel so strongly connected to them. And, you know, and from there it was just one thing led to another on online. I found out about the Utah for community after living here for a few years and, you know, ended up starting to talk to people online and, Finally, you know, had a suit commissioned because, you know, I've always liked costuming and I think fursuits are just excellent and a good way to, you know, get that point across. Anyway, how did a dinosaur get involved with your character? Because I, I've noticed maybe, maybe it's just me, but this is kind of a new thing that's kind of just recently been added into your character? Correct. Uh, so it's something that, like, I've always had a long time fascination with dinosaurs. I mean, I've wanted to be a paleontologist since I was a kid. Uh, you know, that's that's always been a really strong point for me. I just feel a very strong connection to specifically theropods, so large meat-eating dinosaurs. And um, it's and Jurassic Park has always been a long-time obsession of mine. I love the movies. I collect the figures. I'm, you know, just a fangirl of dinosaurs in general. So, um, you know, and I always acted like a little, like a raptor as a kid. You know, my friends and I were playing, you know, when I was like 11 or 12, I'd always be the... Velociraptor or something or the T-Rex. So 
Spinosaurus is one of my favorites, and I just incorporated that into my character. And yeah. So now to the meat and potatoes. So, do you feel that there are more women than, or more men than women in the fandom, or do you feel it's an equal mix? I mean, how do you feel the proportions of the fandom currently stand, and why? I really do think that they're even, because there's probably females out there that are furries and they haven't said anything. We had one new girl come to the meet yesterday. And she said that she, when she found us, she was so excited to know that there was, you know, furries hanging out with each other. And, I mean, there's not a whole lot of females at the meets, but there's random people at the meets. Every time there's some people who can't come, some people who can. But in the entire fandom, I think we're evenly matched. And why? Um... Do you think it's well, always been that way in your case? Because the popular opinion, um, and we're trying to, which is what we're trying to explore, is a lot of people think that there are more guys in the fandom. But do you think? I mean, has it always been that way for you? With that, you had that perception, or do you think it's changed? Yeah, I like in in the past. I always thought like, where are all the females? I I feel like I'm alone or something. I, I especially well, not saying there was females, but I didn't even know there was furries in Tennessee where I lived. Before they have, I, they have a new con. Yeah, I was like, "What? There was freeze there? I didn't even know that." And like, yeah, in the past, I was like, "Where are the females?" And now I think they're it's evenly matched. Gina, I agree. It seems to be fairly like fifty fifty at this point. Um, I would, I would uh, also have to agree that it seems like it's hard to get an accurate estimate just strictly based on meets because a lot of times you know there are a lot of furries who don't have transportation or who they might be working that day that there's a meet or you know um i mean even just polls online like in various groups like the anthrocon forums had a you know poll up regarding that like how many males versus females in the fandom um and you know it does seem to be fairly evenly matched a little more on the 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 male side than the female side but not by a lot i i would say it's Definitely, I think there more and more women are coming out in the fandom, so to speak, you know, and I think, but I think that they've always been there. It's just, you know, maybe they're a little more shy about putting all their cards on the table, so to speak. Mystic, same question. I have to agree with both these lovely ladies. Um, You go to a meet and there might be a handful of women and, but you go to a con and there's still evenly pretty much matched you look online and there's more of us than you really think well then how about this within utah why do you think that there's more guys that come to the meets than women or do, or do, you, you, think do you think that that's, that's the case that's, do you think that's not the case well i think a lot of them are shy it could be a religious thing where their families won't accept it very openly so they kind of tend to hide their real so? cards so to speak well, the next question is useless, so I'm skipping it. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Well, so something I'm curious about. Are you, there's a lot of sexuality in the fandom. And traditionally, you know, it's perceived as, as a guy's thing. Guys are always wanting to get in the sack and this and that and the other thing. And not to say that the whole fandom is exclusively sexually based, but it's definitely there. 
do you do you feel more comfortable? Do you feel less comfortable than you think you would be otherwise? Like if you weren't in the fandom, or how do you deal with the sexuality? Are you cool with it? That's such a deep, long, complex question. I know, right? <laughs> you can answer it in parts. If you want to answer it first, you know you can. <laughs> right. Um, so, my personal feelings on the matter are, you know, it's being a female in the fandom. I think there is a little more of an instance of of men kind of objectifying women. Not to say that you know, fur guys are a bunch of like you know. Womanizing or chauvinistic pigs. They're not. They really aren't. Um, I'm, I just think that I think there's still the stereotype that to a lot of guys in the fandom that there aren't that many girls. So if you do find a girl that's in the fandom and she's bi or she's straight, you know, if they're looking for anything, it's. It's like a swarm of bees. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Because because a lot of times, especially at meets, you know, it does seem like there are less women, at least out here, that come to meets than ratio of men to women. There's. A lot less women. So so do you ever feel like that there's a lot of, I mean, you've already pretty much explained it. Like, tell us a little bit about kind of a roundabout experience that you've had. Um, oh. Uh, last, that you can share. Okay, okay. Uh, last RMFC. Um, I won't name specific names. They're not anybody from the local fur chapter. They're <laughs> out of state people. Um, but I was invited to an after room party and I was one of, one of two women in a group of like 15 or 16 men. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, it, it, you feel a little like there's a lot of pressure on you to, you know, because you feel like people are looking at you and maybe fixating on certain parts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying that everybody is like that, but there are individuals that are like that. And, you know, there was a little bit of harassment directed toward me from someone that, you know, there was a lot of desperation that came off from that as well. So I'm just wondering if if for some people who maybe it's because the fandom's so accepting, we also accept from, like, the fringe of society people that, you know, maybe haven't had a chance to express themselves emotionally with someone or... You know, so there there is more desperation there for them because they're actually in the social setting. They're thrown into something that, outside of the fandom, maybe they wouldn't be because it wouldn't they wouldn't feel accepted or, you know. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but all right. So happy same question. Have you had guys just swarm onto you? Yes, I've actually had like a few guys come up to me, and asked me out, and they were actually very polite about it. They were. They were being like a gentleman, and I applaud them for that. And I didn't want to like I didn't want to hurt their feelings or anything. And I kind of know where they come from. I want to be accepted, um, loved, find that that someone. And I mean, because for me, I love everyone, and I have feelings for everyone. Because the happiness that I give out, it bounces back. Because if I'm sad, then they'll be sad. And I don't want that. I'm just like, let's continue with this good vibe. But as friends, if I if I find that certain someone, which I kind of have, kind of haven't yet, then I tell them that. But 
Do you feel like women have a greater opportunity to get to know more people? Because, like, what I've seen, at least at conventions and different things like that, like, I was there at the the club, okay? There was a lot of people that were coming up that I know that you don't know that were dancing with you. There were fursuiters that were dancing yeah. with you. Yeah, Like, I mean, do you... Do you think that that's a valid point of view or do you think it's not? Like, do you feel like you have more opportunities to get to know more people or is it unwanted attention? What is it? Well, in that type of space when you're dancing, especially when you don't even know them, I mean, no, they're like grinding up on you or stuff like that. It's like, whoa, no, I don't need to know you in that way. But they're just dancing next to you, like especially Marvin and people that I did know. And then there was people I did not know. Then it's like that space of it felt right and didn't feel any way wrong at all. And I actually liked it. It felt like we were both giving each other attention and being friendly in that way. So that's kind of space in the dancing sort of way. <laughs> so Mystic, we're going to go over to you with, with the question. I really haven't had much of that experience. I think that with you being married and having that status, you're, you're, you gain this like protection of yes. she's not available. She's not there anymore. Yes. So I think that that's good that people respect, um, respect that. That's yes. really good. I have to agree. Or Midnight would probably punch some people's faces. Well, Midnight, Tussle. I, I think we have a lot of very protective males that if any of the women in the fandom were to be pushed around too much. Well, you know, Mystic, me and you have a little bit of a love interest. Just, just I a know, little bit. Just a little bit. Yes. Whoa. I know. It's hush hush. Well, before we continue the interview, we are going to do something new for this episode. Rather than doing a top ten, because everyone loves the top ten, <laughs> we're going to do first and first world problems. So F-I-R-S-T and F-U-R-S-T. What we did is we had people send in their first world problems, and we will go through those. So, Rue, our first first world problem... My expensive Whole Foods buttermilk went bad before the expiration date. How am I supposed to finish this cake? Go buy a new one the day you're going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) And this comes from the baker. Yes. Okay, a first world problem. I always want to get my boyfriend art of us for his birthday, but I forget to commission somebody until it's too late. Put a reminder in your phone. (laughs) Another, Another first world problem. I broke up with my mate. So who wants to be my mate? Oh, man. Uh, ASL. (laughs) (laughs) First world problem. I get embarrassed while I watch the maid wash my dirty lacy underwear that requires it to be hand washed. Another first world problem. I can choose which furry con to... I can't choose which furry con to go to this weekend. (laughs) You poor things. Aren't there many cons that are on the exact same weekend? Oh, yeah. 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 It's a first world problem. It's yep. a first world problem. <laughs> For furries. Go ahead. First world problem. My gardener ruins the peace of the backyard when I'm out there meditating in the gazebo. How dare you? <laughs> I'm a massage therapist. How dare you? <laughs> we are the zen. We 
plant that stuff how dare you <laughs> another first world problem I went to a con spent all my money in the dealer's den and couldn't afford food budget <laughs> priorities <laughs> you should have thought that through first world problem I want to enjoy my beer in the garden but the wifi doesn't work out there <laughs> oh, alright another first world problem I have too many friends who want to see me at a convention. I know. I know. I think this is. I think this. I think it's from the poppy fur. (laughs) Probably. Breaking (laughs) breaking news from the poppy fur. (laughs) First world problem. Last night I turned my pillow over and it wasn't cold. Another first world problem. I can't fit my fursuit and luggage into the car for my road trip. Problem, and I could tell you now just get a hockey bag. It's been a lot better than those big plastic bins, I'll tell you. <laughs> and our last first world problem if you are, I hate my boyfriend's fursuit and I can't tell him. <laughs> Secretly commit him, commission, like commission him another head or something. From yeah, just switch it out. Like, oh, <laughs> by the way, sorry. Uh, <laughs> your other, the dog must have gotten a hold of it and humped it and destroyed it. I don't know. So, <laughs> I brought you a new one. Rude, did you have any first world problems this week? Um, my first world problem would have to be that I couldn't couldn't um, get my DS to be working. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's a horrible. <laughs> oh, my first world problem would have to be to unpack something like that. I had to unpack my large TV. The first world problem from a few weeks ago, which everyone's tired of hearing of. So I bought so many Blu-rays, I had to rearrange all my Blu-ray shelf to make them all fit. Very nice. You know? And they still don't fit. They still don't fit. You know, one of my... One <laughs> of so my, many movies, they don't fit. One of my first world problems would have to be um, the fact that I have a co-host that gets a great big, huge, bigger mic than me. <laughs> and makes me feel an inadequate. I, it makes him look like Larry King right I, now. I have this little puny mic, and he has this great big, huge mic. He's just uh, compensating for something. (laughs) So I think it's time for our first break. So we're going to go to the break, have the news, and we'll be right back. This is Tugs bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom. The Disneyland Paris Resort has restricted full fursuiters from entering the park for the Halloween Festival this year, a change from previous years. This is a change from previous years and brings the park into line with Disneyland Resort in California's policy, which has a strict no-suit policy. The Florida Resort has not issued any changes to date for their policies and currently allows suitors during select time frames. FC 2013 has announced its executive suite policy for the one available room. To gain access to the room, a charity auction is underway, which will grant the winner the option to book the room. Regular room charges will apply in addition to the auction win. The convention reserves the other three suites for con operations and guests of honor. The annual Fat Bunny Week on Fur Affinity has drawn to a close. The week is intended to showcase art of overweight bunnies as a community tongue-in-cheek joke. Users are known to change their icons to have traits and appearance similar to a bunny, but with their own character's markings. 
This is the third year of the event, and it is expected to return for a fourth. Upcoming conventions. The next major upcoming furry conventions are Eurofrance in Germany starting August 29th, Memphis Fur Meet will be hosted in Olive Branch, Mississippi starting on August 31st and running through September 2nd, and Rainforest will be hosted in Seattle, Washington September 29th to the 30th. Upcoming local meets. No meets are currently planned for the remainder of August. From the FWIW News Desk, this is Tugs, bringing you the latest from around the furry fandom. apart at the wheels so we're gonna talk a little bit about um single and you know being a single um individual in the fandom and then we're gonna go into because each of our guests they're at different levels here we have um first of all happy she's single but um then we have um gina (laughs) Then wow. we have Gina, who's in a relationship I with, have, with Bolt. I, have, with Bolt, I yeah. have to ask you, are you taking Centrum Silver yet? <laughs> uh, it's been a long day. It was a hot day yesterday. No, it needs to be Flintstone Kids Chewables. <laughs> I love those. And, and then we have Mystic, who is married. So they're kind of at different stages of a relationship. So we're going to kind of kind of get your guys' feedback of... How you feel to be single, or how you feel to be in a relationship, or be married. So we're going to go ahead and start from the beginning. It's kind of fun, in a way, to be single and out there and have as much fun as possible, do whatever you want. But then there's limits. Everyone thinks that, you know, you're single and stuff, you can do whatever you want. And if you want to do that, go ahead. But I, like, have my limits of... Like, not being swarmed by a bunch of guys and following my heart and then using my head at the same time to see who would be right for me or if they would even have feelings towards me. Because it's, you give love, you kind of receive it back. Do you you try and date within the fandom? um, When I actually got into the fandom... Um, I had a couple of people ask me out and I, I actually tried going out with some and, uh, sadly it didn't work out, but at least I tried and it was actually a different experience, way different. Do you prefer to stay in the fandom for, for boyfriends or possible boyfriends? Um, I'm actually open. <laughs> Give a hyena a blush and this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> she has Bolt and she's playing with it and it's so cute. <laughs> and yeah, I'm open to anyone because it'd be interesting if <laughs> if it was uh if the I had a boyfriend that wasn't a furry, maybe I would be able to show him the furry side. Corrupt him. Corrupt you a, him. You get yeah. a toaster. Yes. That's true. <laughs> so dating. Um give us give us a helpful dating type tip. You know, for 
for all those men that are out there that want to know how to court a single lady. Is glomping a good way to start? To me, actually, glomping would be kind of like a cheerful thing. Uh, it depends on my mood. Like if uh, they, th- I mean, if they don't understand my feelings quite yet and they glomp me anyway, I could be like, oh, yeah, you glomp me. Or I could be like, why did you glomp me? But it just depends on how you feel, how they feel. Do you prefer that a guy opens doors for you? Do you like that? Do you not care? That one, I would like a guy to open a door for me. Um, Sometimes I don't even realize it. And then when I do, I'm just like, I'm either like, why did you do that? Or meh. So give us a number one piece of advice for a guy to ask. Man, that's so hard. Um, Okay, so, so think about it, though. Like a guy is coming towards you and he's going to ask you on a date. What do you want him to do? Right there. What's the best way for him to get you to say yes? To actually talk to me instead of straight up. Can I go out with you? And <laughs> so show more than an interest. I think Vault wants to come like out, go out with me. Actually, I have an example. Uh, when I met Rue at the Christmas party and everyone was talking about him, um, he was in fursuit and he danced with me and he was doing squeaker talk with me and I was trying to understand him, but... <laughs> I, I kind of got it, uh, that he was being friendly and he was being there and being loving and stuff. And then he just like, like got down on one knee and I just thought that was like the cutest thing ever. And I, that, something like that. And then something I asked fu- you to marry me, right? Yes. Yeah. Something funny and exciting asked, and I, I cute. I think I also asked two women that night. <laughs> <laughs> he, he asked everybody out. He's a player. He's a player. Yeah. So, so Gina... <laughs> You're dating. Yeah. And he's, you said he's a furry during the break, right? Uh, he is, yeah, a little bit of a closet fur. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, yeah, now, Welcome now he's wide open. He's been dragged into the limelight. Um, Tell yeah. us about it. How, how is it dating another fur? Tell us about um, this relationship. You know, I wasn't you explicitly looking for somebody who was in the fandom. Um, you know, that, it, I mean, I wasn't against dating somebody who was a fur per se. I just, you know, ironically enough he found me i mean you know he found me on online and started messaging me on fa like i was saying i was wearing my tail one day and went into the store he worked at and store the store Store. with some schmear on my bagel and suddenly he saw me with my tail and uh, he said oh look at that sexy woman (laughs) so you're going out Uh, with sean connery (laughs) Um, I'm actually going out with Bane from Dark Knight Rising. No way. Bane was all like, I give you Gotham. He talked like he was a carny. He, he sounded like Sean Connery. He really no did. No way. He totally sounded like Sean Connery. Anyway, um, it, you know, the the biggest difference I found with dating within the fandom versus outside of it. Um, is, I don't know, I was mentioning earlier, not on the show, but, you know, just talking amongst ourselves, like, still being approached by guys within the fandom who are aware that I have a boyfriend and are acting, like, oblivious to it, or it's almost like maybe they consider relationships within the fandom to not be as... Monogamous? As monogamous, or even as as important or, you know, lasting. Like, it's just kind of a... Oh, you're with somebody. Oh, you're with oh, somebody. Oh, let's steal you away. Yeah, you know, you're 
probably not monogamous and it's not a big deal so we can do stuff too which do you, you know is do you think case. that's more prevalent though because they're in the fandom do i do i honestly do feel that there's this like purveying idea that oh, a lot of people have within the fandom that oh if you're you know in a relationship you're you're you know you're like, open automatically yeah you're into a bunch of different you know things at once and can be you know just like that the, there's no respect for just a monogamous relationship with a lot of individuals that i've talked to <laughs> so let's go on to marriage marriage love and marriage we have been gathered here today i can't do voices very well how long how long have you been married marriage. i will have been married for a year on august 25th Really? Are you going somewhere fun for your first anniversary? I'm so gay right now. I so would, but he has to work, so I'm going to sit home and I'm going to play GW2. Yay! Yes! <laughs> that, that's what we're going to do. Yes. Me and you. Yep. You are going to do some kind of celebration, I assume. Yeah, I'll cook dinner. So when he gets home, we'll have dinner. But... That's how my parents do it. <laughs> Congratulations for reaching that mark. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about being married. Like... Give an insight, because <laughs> it has its ups and downs, that's for sure. Um, and being married to an admin of the Utah Furries isn't always very easy, but I don't know. I I love him, and so I support him in anything he does, and knowing that he supports me. So we can go to the fur meets, and I can go and meet some other people he can go to meet other people and to know we have that solid backing that we have. If he needs help, he knows I'm there. If I need him, I know he's there. Do you know that whenever he like has meetings or different things like that, he's always he always yes. says some really sweet things about you. Do you two it's refer okay. do you refer to each other as as your species or do you or is that just Every once in a while when we're just joking around or being funny. I've heard him say, like, come here, kitty, or yeah. something like that. Come here, Miss Tiger, or something like that. He'll do that once in a while. It's cute. <laughs> They're cute. giggling over there. <laughs> I love that. So how do you think that it's different, um, you know, being married versus being in a relationship with somebody? Well, as Gina has said, you know, people take the married thing as more... Okay, it's serious. There's no ifies there. They're not even going to push that boundary. They know there's no way where with just dating. I've seen it on se with several people. They just try to, oh, this isn't serious. Or it's an open relationship and that sort of thing. So in other words, it's like, oh, you have that ring? Uh, psh. Yes. And if it gets too bad, you know, I, I play with my rings all the time. And I've done that too. Like, <laughs> it works. It does. And I don't even know I'm doing it half the time. But, you know, guys will come talk to me and it's just, I play with my ring. It's Maybe just I just need to get a ring so that I can like. You have a ring pop. So, <laughs> so, so we have the burning questions. Hey, it's good. You get to lick it. It's just, it's yummy. I, I, we're moving on. Oh. Did you, did you not? See me ask the next question. No, it, no it's, it's rude time and my lollipop, okay? Worship the lollipop. Kiss my little plastic 
Right. So, so the the burning questions. Now, these aren't necessarily fur related, but since we do have a large amount of male listeners, we we know that they have these questions because we're guys, and I think you and I have had the same questions about women, right? Well, I don't know. You've been questioning my sexuality this whole episode, so because <laughs> I can. So, so we're going to go through the burning questions. Is it true that... How can you possibly be doing that with Bolt? <laughs> He's hot. Is, is it true that the stereotype that women just aren't as sexual as men and men are these pigs that want sex all the time? Is that true? Oh, I, I'm basically a female chauvinist pig, if anything. I mean, I am, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'm easily as interested in sex as any guy I know, but that's, you know, me. Do you think that's not normal? Um, you know, from the female friends that I have in and out of the fandom, I would say it's, uh, I, I mean, I do have a few friends who are as uh, amorous as myself. From our discussions, we're explicit but rated on iTunes. It's okay. You can oh yeah? Say, yeah, yeah. Can I can I say naughty things like buttocks and <laughs> and, <laughs> and, buttocks. and and urethra? <laughs> I, I'm gonna give this to Happy. <laughs> Happy's just dying over there. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Well, well, from your perspective, <laughs> from your perspective, are men just horny pigs or not? Are women just as sexual? But I we think it's 50 it. 50. <laughs> women just don't say it. <laughs> yeah, women just don't say it. They don't. And I mean, yeah, it's 50 50, I would say. Because, really? I mean, even if you're not furry, we're all human beings. We all, I think we mostly all think the same thing. It's in our genes, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Biological imperative. Yeah. Mystics. <laughs> yeah. We're all turning red. <laughs> you don't have to answer for yourself. You can just, you know, you have girlfriends, right? Oh, yes. And, and I'm sure this comes up. I know you guys go in the bathroom and talk about things together for a reason. <laughs> well, I have some girlfriends that are more sexually active than most men that I know. And I have a few women friends that completely... And utterly say no whatsoever, but you know they're lying through their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so then why do you think that guys have this perception that women just don't like it? Probably because we can hide it very well. Why do you hide it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a control thing? Because I mean, It I, could be. Because Hollywood portrays women as controlling men through sex. It could right? be. Very yeah. well it could be. Do you have another question, Rue? Or well, do I need to go through you know, the burning questions more? From from sex to parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a connection there. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, we're going to talk about your parents now. So, yeah, just a side note. Just don't, I would say, don't go to your parents and put those two sentences in the same word or the same two words in the same sentence. <laughs> I'm so, I'm gone right now. Um, my mom knows that, like, it was in Tennessee I, or other places. My friends dragged me to anime cons and stuff like that, like, dressed up and whatnot. And so she kind of understood that. And I always told her that, you know, I'm 
going to anime cons. And then I told her about the furry cons. So she kind of knows about that. My dad has no idea what I do in Utah. But I think if I did tell him, I don't think he would as mad, you know. He would probably have some understanding because everyone's fathers and, you know, parents are different. And so I know a couple people where I'm like, wow, your parents are just like mine. Like, they would flip out or something. But I think in the end, they'll have some understanding. So I'm telling them. Are you daddy's little girl? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I am a... um, uh, military brat that moved around a lot with him and so uh, in the beginning he was like oh you got to do whatever you wanted and then now he has like he's like clamp and so he doesn't want to have anything bad happen to me you know so so they don't know yet yeah do your parents know madam gina uh you know basically they didn't like it wasn't an active thing that I felt necessary to tell them. Um, I know for some people it's like, you know, there's there's you know different schools of thought on the fandom whether it's you know a lifestyle whether it's a hobby for some people and it, you know it can vary. Um, to me, I didn't tell my parents. Um, I, they found out that I had a costume and they're like, oh, what's this? I'm like, oh, it's you know, it's a fursuit, and I kind of explained it to my mom, but very casually, and she's how, like, oh, that's you, fun. That's... How do they find out you have a costume? It's not exactly something you oh. hide. <laughs> no, it's um, it's something that came up because I was showing her pictures on my computer one day, and there happened to be some pictures of me in my suit, suiting with people. Um, yeah, and she, you know, it's as long as you don't make a big deal out of it, chances are they won't make a big deal out of it, but that's coming from someone who was raised in a very lax you know, Catholic household where, you know, we aren't hugely religious. I understand with some families it's probably a bigger issue if it comes up amongst them. And I know a few people who are furs that it's, that is, it is a bigger issue for them. And I mean, I've had a friend who was kicked out of their house by their parents because of it. So, I mean, it's, yeah. Wow. So. Are, are you a daddy's little girl? Um, I am. I'm the youngest in my family. I have two other siblings, and my dad doesn't consider my other siblings his kids because biologically they're not. But so technically, I'm his quote unquote only kid. So yeah. So in other words, you are a spoiled little girl. I'm so spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mystic. My parents finding out wasn't really a negative thing. Um, they already found out, I think the biggest thing for them to find out about me was that I'm Wiccan. So when I told them I was furry, they just kind of, oh, okay, no big. (laughs) Because they were already hit with the Wiccan. Yes. (laughs) That was the war, and the furry thing wasn't a problem. What religion are they? They're LDS, and that's what I was raised as. So. Man, we should have had you on the religion episode. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, if you could change the role of of a woman in the fandom, what would you do? Like, okay, what would is... you would you want women to have like a greater representation in the fandom? Anything like that? I mean, if it, like for instance, if you look at um, now, this is just offhand, but if you look at like the boards of conventions, a lot of them are male. You don't see very many females on the boards right now. And uh, so, they, I mean, I think that's changing. Though. It, it is a little bit, but I mean, it's it's not it's not even. 
I mean, for, for the cons I can think of offhand. Well, it definitely wouldn't hurt to have more female involvement in panels and, you know, making decisions. Um, do you, I, do, have you ever felt slighted at a con because it's... I haven't, I haven't seen anyone, like, really complain, but, I mean... Um, I, I haven't. I've, I've not felt like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm feeling so oppressed by all of this masculine <laughs> presence, you know what I mean? But, you know, partially it's probably because a lot of times at cons I'm in suit and I consider my character to be, character to be more of an androgynous character. So I've, I've ne- I've, it's more of a gender fluid thing for me. I've never felt, you know, oh, you know, these guys are all around me and they're going to be manly and there's too many men and they <laughs> smell like testosterone, you know. <laughs> so, so are you generally satisfied with the, with the presence of women in the fandom I'm, then? I'm fine with it. I, you know, I'm used to being around guys. <laughs> so. I, do, I do have something to add. I mean, you know, the Utah, Utah furry group, the Facebook group, um, you know, even the UFF, um, every single one of the leaders is men, is guys. So yeah, ever since uh, no, it? no. Uh, well, Shaw was an admin. Shaw was, and then there was um, um, what's her name? I can't think of her name. She's the the zombie quilted lab. I can't think of her name now. Oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, she was another one of the admins of the group for a while. Um. Yeah, I'd, I, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm not very good with, with political stuff, and I don't always keep up with who's who in the, in the group as far as leadership goes. Just, you know, as long as we're not being, you know, oppressed or you don't have people that are like, oh, you can't wear this style of suit to a meet because it's too scary looking or, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, it, as long as there's nothing like that, yeah. then I'm, I'm cool with it, you know? Yeah. I see what you did there. I like it. <laughs> so the question was like... Um, Role of women in the fandom. I really do believe that if there was maybe a few more women in, like for leadership or something, that would be awesome. Because then you can get two points of views. And that's kind of what I was going to go for also. That's um, uh, when we had the last me for picking the admins i um i wanted to vote for uh cameron because i thought he was really awesome and if there was another girl i would probably pick her too and be like oh look another woman like let's let's see her point of view so i don't really go off by gender i go off by what their point of view is and how they step up and just say this is what i can do for you and that's that's definitely something that I would love to do too. I think the leaders right now they're they're doing a good job. They're doing a good job. And I have to agree with my two lovely ladies here on the couch. <laughs> I think the leaders that we have and the cons that we have are awesomely put on and the leaders do an awesome job. Um, if more women decided to step up and take that part in that role then sweet. If not, then keep going the way we're going. We're doing an awesome job. All right. And I think we have one email before we move on to the thing everyone's waiting for. Okay. And Gina has so kindly volunteered to read it for us. Yay! All right. uh, This email comes to us from Shiloh. She says, There are a few things I've noticed about being a female in the fandom. Some good, some bad. 
To start off with, I'm part of a large group chat on Skype in which I am the only female, so whenever a new person arrives, general reaction is, Wait, an internet female in the fandom? What is this sorcery? The shock continues when they find out I'm not secretly a man or I'm a in a heterosexual relationship with another furry. The downside to this sometimes is that straight furry females seem to become an item. There are a few in said chat that have seemed to itemize me. The fact I have boobs becomes a novelty, and that defines me in their eyes, the lack of penis. There is some good to this, though. Even though there seems to be a surplus of males in the fandom, the occasional bit of artwork, including females, is a nice balance from the norm. I see more homosexual art pieces now than ever before. Us females like to just keep the artists on their toes. One last thing I've noticed is that since we're spread so few and far between, some of the males I hang out with have adopted me into a one-of-the-guys sort of a thing. Sometimes they forget I'm female and realize this when I'm the only one not involved with jokes to do with bodily functions or sex. Not that I mind, it's just a funny little thing I've noticed. As I stated above, sometimes we do get itemized by a few in the fandom, but there are many more that don't. I've come to find that the group of the time are almost always supportive people in my life. They've seen what society demands us females to conform to, and they've always been there to tell me how amazing, beautiful, etc. I am, regardless of their orientation. Some of the most sensitive and sweet guys I've ever been around in my life are the ones I've met in the fandom, and I'm proud to say that ever since becoming more active as a furry, my self-esteem and self-image have skyrocketed due to the care and love of the males in this fandom. I think that it's all I have on this. Furry females are the 1%, but we're backed by an amazing 99% of loving furry males. Smiley face. Some comments. That's excellent. Do you agree with her? Um, I yeah, I agree with her. It's um amazing to hear uh what Shiloh had to say because uh, well, we're best friends. I actually met her when I I was roommates with uh, Silver in the beginning. When I met her, I'm like, no, shy at first, and then I opened up to her, and then reading this or hearing this is amazing to know how much she's actually grown in this fandom and how much I've grown in this fandom. I kind of relate off of what she said. She's so hilarious, though. (laughs) Um, I actually agree with what she said, like, a a woman on the Internet, you know, they're surprised and stuff. And I guess I don't blame them. I mean, some people just do it for you know, the jokes, or some people do it because they just don't like it. I don't know. Um, I would say that what she said is completely true. <laughs> Definitely. Any other comments? I agree with her 100%. Um, we may be a very small number, or so it may seem, but we are backed by some amazing men. Uh, Yeah, I feel that uh, what Shiloh's written here, it it does ring true, you know, I mean, even though maybe, you know, like what Mystic was saying, even though we're a little bit of a smaller representation as far as being part of the fandom, um, I'd say that a lot of the women in the fandom tend to be, I don't know, I guess stronger for it because, you know, we are the few that have to stand out, you know, because... I don't know. We have to stand side by side with our male counterparts, I guess. Um, But I mean, I feel that there's, I feel less threatened, I guess. Not, not to say that men are threatening, but like as far as, as sexuality goes, because I would say a large, a good portion of 
the furs I met that are male tend to either be bisexual or gay. Um, I'm, it's it's something that I, I feel like I don't have to be on my toes as much and feel like I'm going to be hit on by guys, you know, but they are supportive and they're, you know, they're, they kind of view you on, on equal ground, which is nice. So I would definitely agree with that. Well, thank you, Shyla, right, mm-hmm. for sending in that email. So I... I do have one other question. No for you guys. more questions. No, no, no. <laughs> I, just... I, want, I want you to give your last piece of advice for the women of the fandom. Don't be afraid to step out. Yeah, be twenty percent cooler. I mean, you know, just, <laughs> just. Uh, I, I really have nothing to add here. I apologize. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, just be proud of who you are. Don't be afraid of the fact that you're a furry come out and celebrate with the rest of us now that we have your back and we'll support you however we can It's time for our favorite part of the show. The game! The game! The yes. game! You lost it. I lost it. <laughs> we originally yeah. were going to do Week of Slink, and then in the shower, where all our good thoughts come from for the show, it was the, realized... You were just in the shower. I just want to make this very clear. <laughs> Cor- Corey was not in there. Bolt was in the shower in with them. I wasn't in there. <laughs> no, it was just you. you. I, it was I, just hugs. I realized doing the Week of Slink it would be... More intensive than we want. Maybe to do. we'll do the weakest link sometime. So, if you want weakest link, then you should tell us. Uh, and so, I, we came up with a completely different game. So, each of you has been given a die. We have ten questions, and there are three points per question. You each get to answer one part of the question. The person who rolls the highest number gets to answer the first blank, uh, or the first part, and then the second player gets to answer the second part, and the third player gets to answer the unconnected and completely obscure third part. You don't want to be the lowest roller. What if they get a tie? Then they have a roll-off. Okay. All right, so go ahead and roll your dice. And call out your number, please. Six. Four. One. All right, Mystic. (laughs) Mystic gets the first question, which is, I know you. I walked with you, blank. Finish the lyric. That was terrible. I am so I sorry. I know you. I walked with you. Oh, once upon a dream. We given that to her because she answered wrong to begin with. I don't know, Koru. Yeah, no, I would say she gets it because Tugs did terrible. I said it's. I should finish the no, lyric. No, you didn't sing it. I'm not singing. Like, I know you. you. I walked with you. It. It's like what? Okay, then Rue will be doing part one from now on. Okay. Fine. <laughs> All right, Happy, your second. What movie is that from? Oh, um. Wow. I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream. Mary Poppins? No! Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right, and Gina, question three What are the names of the large brown statues on Easter Island? Mm. Oh, uh, the Moai. M O A I. That is correct. Right on. 
That's awesome. See, hyenas are educated. So, at this time, we have two people that have two points. That would be Gina and Mystic. Roll again. Five. Six. Two. All right, Gina. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? (laughs) Wow, that was nice. All right. Thank you. So, let's see. You're the next one, right? So go ahead and read that question, Tugs. Oh, I have to read questions? Okay. Um, <laughs> what movie is that from? That is from The Little Mermaid. Very good. Yay. And part three. And happy. <laughs> Who invented the stoplight? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> yep. I have We said no. you didn't want to get the lowest number. I don't know. I really don't. It was J.P. Knight. J.P. Knight. So. I feel so young. So it's so you guys have two points each, and Happy had zero. Is That's Happy just really? Happy. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, let's go ahead and roll for the next one. Five, Five. three. All right, I'm gonna roll off. Five. Tell as old as time. Song as old as East. East. <laughs> Darn it, sing it again. Tell as old as time. Song as old as. <laughs> Everyone is waving I, their hands. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, can someone else give us the answer? Go ahead. Rhyme. Yep. Oh. That's what it would have been. So. Part two. What movie is that from, Gina? Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> 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 Alright, and part three. Alright, mistake. What is Lady Gaga's full legal name? I don't have a clue. She scares me. <laughs> <laughs> it is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotti. Oh, Germanotta. So, Gina will be in the lead with three points. Mystic has two, and Happy still has no points. She has yet to score. What's going on, Happy? No, like I, I have one thing to say. I've never actually watched any of the kids' shows or the kids' oh, movies. You need to watch more like, of them. You'll yeah, be more happy. I do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fun. So roll, please. Four. Five. Three. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know how to sing this song. Let's see. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to make a man out of you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> nice. Happy, what is that from? Mulan. Yay! Yay! I'm so glad I saw that movie. And now for the torturing question. Yes. <laughs> oh. Mystic, what is the gas mileage of the 2008 Ford Escape Hybrid? 30 fits past the gallon? Um, no, did you say 36? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, uh, no that is incorrect. It is approximately 32 in the city and 28 on the highway. Oh. It's infinity. Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll. I think this game should be done again in the future. Yes. This is nice. I like this. Okay, numbers. Four. Two. I think my dice decided to die on me. It got a one. 
Do you want to oh. get it fall off the table? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay, on the next close. round, we'll have you all trade dice. <laughs> all right. A whole new world. A fantastic... <laughs> oh, wait, 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 Okay, okay. Oh, oh. I almost fainted from that. <laughs> a whole new world. A new fantastic point of view. <laughs> All right, Happy. Which Disney movie is that from? Aladdin. <laughs> Another torturing question from Koru. So close. <laughs> How many complete levels are there in Pac-Man? Do you know the answer? Six. No. <laughs> no People wish. It's 255. Oh, man. Which, if you know hexadecimal, that's the highest number you can get. At, at level 256, half the screen is like gibberish. Oh. Did not know that. Yeah, it's the death screen. Wow. All right. We want you to pass your die one person to the left. Happy that means you get to go to Mystic. <laughs> okay. All right. Now we now we know that there's no cheating involved. A lot of dice here. Go ahead and roll. Oh, six. Six. <gasps> roll off. Gina got a one. Okay. All right. A roll off. That means you too happy. Oh. <laughs> Four. Six. Again. <laughs> okay. You guys are gonna have to help me um, to sing this one. So here we go. I don't know. Blank. Blank. Rolling down the track, rolling down the track in his smoky stack. <laughs> With his smoky stack. With his smoky stack. <laughs> oh! Casey. You're not supposed Mystic. to say anything! Know, no, wait. <laughs> Mystic's first. Yep. I know the movie, but I can't remember. Do, do, do. He's rolling oh, no. down the track, rolling down the track with his smoky stack. So you know how to sing it. Well, I got it now with the tune. Oh! Um, oh, oh. <laughs> Casey Jr. Yeah, Gina knew what it was. She wanted yeah. to say it. You, you stole her thunder touch. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Look, she's pounting now. It's okay. She can answer a question in, in retaliation in a minute. So, Happy, what movie is this from? Um, I, I, <laughs> it almost sounds like people <laughs> are giving her hints. <laughs> no cheating. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. It's from Dumbo. 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 Wow. All right, and <laughs> since Gina knew the answer to the first two, it's only fitting that she gets the third question. But I'm not going to know the answer to. <laughs> what was Jason Bourne's real name in the Bourne Identity movies? Oh, I never read the books, and I didn't read the movies. Um, How do you read a movie? <laughs> or I mean, I never read the books, and I didn't see the movies. I, they're Braille movies. Haven't you ever? You go up to the screen, you rub your fingers across it, feel the Braille. <laughs> Oh You're blocking God. the picture. Uh, they do not. have those, actually. Do they really? Yes. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes. Um, oh, I, I don't know. I, I never was interested in them. I don't know. It's David Webb. Oh. Okay. <laughs> You're like, it's Jason Bourne, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
we have just a handful left, so go ahead and roll. All right, One. numbers. One. Six. Three. Okay, so Mystic, you're up first. Hi, diddly D. A blank is life for me. Pirate's life for me. That also <gasps> works. That also works. It is? It is. Yes. It's in there? It has four different versions, I think, of the movie. I only put yes. the first one that I could think of. Yes, mm, that works. Okay. Well, the one that we were looking for was actors. Doesn't matter. She's looking at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's an actor's life for me. So who got the next? So, Gina, what is that from? Uh, Pinocchio. Good job. You just totally read Ted's question. Oh. Oh, <laughs> We're stealing right. everyone's thunder. It's okay. Oh. So. All right, Thunder Thighs, thanks for stealing like thunder. <laughs> so. Oh, baby fur, just go quiet in the corner. <laughs> wow. That hurts. You hurt my feel beds. <laughs> Happy. Yes. Text messages are also known as an SMS. What does SMS stand for? <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never actually known that. I um The look on your face I, right there was beautiful. I know, right? Um You said S M S? Yes, Sierra Mike Sierra. Um And it doesn't stand for Sierra Mike Sierra, just let you know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do know what the SMS is though, right? I actually wanted to know. I never found out, so I don't know. It's a text. Well, yeah, I yeah, know. Okay, text okay. is SMS, but like... Well, you get to know. It stands for Short Message Service. Wow. Mine has been blown. <laughs> yep, roll again. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Five. Six. Four. Oh. Bless my soul. Herc was on a roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Good job. Happy. Tell us about the movie that that was in. Hercules. Yay! <laughs> I, I love these third questions. I know. <laughs> Are you going to read it? Well, I was just looking, and apparently you're trying to test me, too, because there's no answer. <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> What continent is Angola on? I have no clue. Yo, face. <laughs> it's in Africa. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking, but then I was thinking it was Europe because there's that little itty bitty country, like in between France and Spain. That's Macedonia, isn't it? It starts with an A. Anyway, Angola is by Cote d'Ivoire. Alright, roll, please. You got a three? I got a three. Six. What were you guys? What was your number before? Uh, two. Okay, so you got the top, and then. Yeah. And then you won. Yeah, I got a six. Okay. All right. Okay. When you're the best of friends. <laughs> we fall into the silence. <laughs> When you're the best of friends. Spending so much time together. <gasps> Ooh, that's so much. That's so close. That's no, so that's close. That's the second line. Oh, no. When you're the best of friends. Crap. 
<laughs> Blank. Best of friends. Crab. Okay, I, I will. I will. Crab. <laughs> Why are we friends? I will give you a hint. When you're the best of friends. Blank, 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 blank. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice hint. Same amount of syllables as the last verse. <laughs> All right, Gina, finish it for us. When you're the best of friends. Da, 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 da. Having so much fun together. Oh, wait. Yay! Yay! Good job. So happy. What Disney movie is that from? Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I know it! I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> no cheating, guys. <laughs> she can't even get it with it. <laughs> I would have to say Fox and the Hound. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you got it out of the last second. (laughs) I I have a little foxy plush uh, here and like they're pointing at the fox and then they're pointing at Bolt. (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. (laughs) You would know in my house there was another Bolt. Bolt movie. All right, guess what, you guys? Part We're three. Hello. Down hello. To, oh, part three. Oh, okay. Are you, look at him over there. He's just like, oh, we're going to end the show now. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, it's your turn. Well, first thing, I found the answer to that country that's in between France and Spain. It's called Andorra. Like Andorra? Yes. Andorra. Like Pandora. Oh, not Andorra, because I don't like Andorra. Like Andor? Andorra. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, third question. Who's, who's that for? Gina. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> Who is the current prime minister of Canada? No, I'm no, sorry. It's not crap. You don't have presidents. What's, what's they have prime these, ministers. What's with all these crappy answers? Like, seriously. Mm, just a crap-filled day, I guess. I, yeah. I, I honestly can't remember the guy's name. It is Stephen Harper. Oh. All right, the last roll. Numbers. One. Six. Three. So, let's see. Mystic's first. Mystic. Here you go. Drip, drip, drop. <laughs> You're like a mime over there, Gina. Gina, you know like all of these. Gina was... is getting so excited. She just dances and she knows <laughs> the lyrics to all of the questions. I know she's so good at this. Drip, drip, drop, da 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 da. I know the beat. That's not helping me any. Actually, when I wrote this question, I had this is a Monda Green in my head, and I had to correct what the lyric was um. in my mind. Alright, Gina, give us the answer. Boop, boop, boop. Drip, drip, drop. Little April showers. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so. I was going to give her a hint of. You're number two? So, what Disney movie is that from? Bambi. Awesome. Yay! I would not have known that as awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Not have known that. What's with this last question? (laughs) Because I can. Who's, the, who's, our, who's our last victim? Me. Oh, great. Happy, what is Rue's shoe size? <laughs> the look on your face. Can I have your feet for a second? <laughs> my, my feet are underneath the table for a purpose. I would like to say size two kids. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were baby booties. 
Oh, no, that's his hand. Build-a-bear shoes. <laughs> they actually have a, a card for him in Cards Against Humanity. It's a crappy little hand. Is there a hint that I can have, like... <laughs> no. Like, there's no shoe size that you can find at some place or whatever, like a hint like that or something? Hmm. He buys his shoes at Payless. Let's just say this. It's the lowest size that a man size in the men's um, area. And even with that, it's one size below that. <laughs> oh, man. You are confusing me, So man. technically, I could I could shop in the um, little kid section. I could get, like, Mario on my shoes, you know, if I wanted to. Oh, my gosh. Then I would have to say, can I estimate? You get one guess. My guess would have to be four. They're bigger than that. I would have said five. Aren't, aren't they eights? Ooh, there you go. It is six triple wide. So six. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Triple wide? Yeah. Triple Do you wide? have hobbit feet or something? Yes, thunder feet. <laughs> well, six triple wide isn't actually that that wide. I mean, it is pretty wide, but. Dude, it's like getting a bra that's like triple J or something. Uh, they make those. My, my feet. My feet. <laughs> I don't want to go there. All right, so we have the final score. We have Mystic with three points, Happy with four points, and Gina with seven points. Hey, at least I don't have zero. <laughs> you, you all did very well, especially with that third question. So Gina Gina gets on our scoreboard up no, to the... No, they all do. Oh, well, I know they all do, but Gina's up there, up at the very top. You are the new number one, aren't you? No, she's not the number one, I don't think. I think um, Marcy like got like eight. She's one. She's first dish. Yeah, she oh. cheated. She's Canadian. And you asked her nothing but Canadian questions. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's time to end the show. Yeah, it's it's sad. I just want to say that this was an extremely enlightening episode. Yeah. I had I have never sat down since like, you know because in school you talk about gender. Um, but I haven't sat down and really asked a lot of these questions because I've just never had the opportunity. And I feel extremely enlightened. So thank you for enlightening my knowledge about today. It's it's good to know that we are moving into a world that gender is not that big a deal anymore. Yes, thank you so much for coming. Any, any last little shout-out things? All right, well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks we, for having us. We appreciate your time. You're welcome. So, if you want to get in touch with us, we have various methods. The first is our email, Rue. What is yes, it? Yes, it's Rue at ForWhatIt'sWorth.com. Please send me emails and cookie recipes. Okay, now if you really want to email the podcast, <laughs> what's our email address? Oh, well, cookie recipes, that's the most important thing. So, no, um, we really need some questions and, um, you know, different experiences that you want to share with people. You know, feel free to send that to cast at for what it's worth.com our next episode we're going to be talking about furries in video games i'm really excited for that episode so we're gonna go through and we're gonna talk about different furry um you know furry related really on a furry podcast yeah <laughs> we're gonna do like top 10 furries within video games apparently we are all right, what else? Uh, we have cast at forwhatitsworth.com. We have music at forwhatitsworth.com. Yes, we need you to send our your music suggestions. Or if you are an artist and you want us to star your music, 
please feel free. In fact, if you are an artist that just draws, um, you know, draws music. Well, not draws music, but <laughs> you know, send it to castaforwhatsworth.com. We're looking for icons to actually use for a show episode. So if you have some video game, um, you know, art that you want to want us to showcase, please feel free to send it to us as our icon. And and I also know a lot of you out there are remixing video game music, and we can play that. So send it. Or else, uh, we have Twitter at for what it's worth. We have Facebook. Yes, please like our page that's on Facebook. Um, get you, it up there. How do you find it? Um, you go on Facebook. You type in for what it's worth in the search bar, and then you click the little like button. We do. <laughs> we also have discuss on the website. Thank you to our commenters. Yes. Uh, we also want to say thank you to you, Ryu, Benji, and Space Dog for their first world problems. And we also have a correction that we've actually made with the RS. <laughs> yes. Um, Tennessee has full, has multiple furry conventions. It was Memphis? Nashville. Yeah. The first convention. Well, wow. But we also made a correction with the, the feed with the, I know that some of you oh, were yes. um, sending in some sort of issue that was showing a different time clock. I it should be fixed. Fixed. Um, iTunes is also updated, so everything should be accurate. If it's not, let us know. All right. Well, this has been Rue. This is Tugs. And Guru. And this has been... For, for what, what it's, it's worth. worth. For what it's worth. RMFC 2012 shout outs. Yay! All right, so we're here with SK on the last day of the con. How was your con experience? Fabulous as always. Any any things that highlight that that's highlighted your experience here? Uh, just seeing old friends, getting to hang out, flooding a hot tub. Um, just T- tell me about that experience, the flooding of the hot tub. Oh, it was great. It was great. Walked in for a, a final dip, and uh, seemingly about 44 people in the hot tub made for about 12 people. So it was awesome. So where are we right now? Um, we are currently sitting here listening to people sing karaoke. Some of them are fantastic, some of them not so much, and some of them hurt my ears. <laughs> All I can say is it sounds so much better than the Applebee's singing. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been there for karaoke right yeah. now. Oh my god. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, this is agreed. Uh, my name is Laser Elena, White Tiger Extraordinary. So, Laser, tell us about this con experience. That you it was horrible. There were furries everywhere, and it was actually a lot of fun. Um, third year at RMFC, helped out with the stage again. Overall, it was a fairly successful con. What was your most memorable experience? Karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> what happened at karaoke night? 
lots of drunk singing, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, in the key of that. What, what would you say, since it's your third year, what is a piece of advice for people that are wanting to go to a con? Bring shampoo. Little bottles aren't enough, and nobody ever has any. And bathe, <laughs> and bathe frequently. That'd be a better one. Awesome. Thanks. Gina, 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 how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderfully, Rue. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you having fun? I'm having a great time. So Thank you. So what's happening right now? Uh, right now, we're uh, kind of in transition between two songs. I believe uh, another individual is going up right now to sing this Personally, certain who it is, but uh, she definitely looks like she's excited and ready to go. So. And what are we going to be doing real soon? are going to be singing our own rendition of uh, the wonderful song, Hey, What's Going On? Very nice, very nice. We'll look forward to that.